everybody, how's it going? My name is Claire Bartlett and you're watching and listening to me and my racket. And today on the show we have Marcy Hirschberg. Marcy, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. Excited to be here. Yeah, hey, thanks for coming on. So everybody, um, our listeners and viewers, we are gonna read a quick bio for Marcy. So Marcy has a very extensive career in tennis. Um, many of you may know her as the founder of NetNax Tennis, a promotional products and awards company serving the tennis industry. And she played college tennis at Emory University where she played in two team national championships. And she is a 2022 member of the USA Maccabi Masters team that's going to compete in Israel in July's international games. And she has served on numerous committees as a volunteer and president. And you can find her full bio in the YouTube description down below. So Marcy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good, well, so how are things going for you? What's going on in your world right now? A lot of volunteer work, a lot of tennis. Um, I sold my business a few years ago and then worked for the company that bought it. And since then, I have retired, but I've taken on a lot of um, volunteer duties within the community, um, inside and outside of tennis. So I'm really enjoying that I've got the good fortune to do this and the opportunity. Yeah, well, great. Well, hey, I wanted to dive into a little bit of your story and like how you got started into tennis and like who introduced you and kind of just like your journey up until now. So can you share a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I grew up in upstate New York in Schenectady, New York, and my parents were big golfers and nobody in my family played tennis. And I wasn't really interested in golf and I was not what you'd call an athlete at all. I was one of the kids that cried in gym class because I had to participate. And I wandered down to the tennis courts one day and somebody put a racket in my hand and it was the first thing that I could ever really do that was a sport. It okay. came you know, relatively easy to me compared to some other sports. So yeah. I found out yeah. I loved it right away. And then when I was in ninth grade, I made the last position on my high school team. Okay. okay. Just really loved it and played a few tournaments. We didn't have that much in upstate New York, especially since we were indoors nine months of the year. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, ended up playing number one on my high school team when I was a senior and mm -hmm. then um, played for Emory for four years. And that's when, you know, I say the bug really got me and I just, you know, best experience of my life. I thought, I can't believe I'm here and they're paying for me to go on these trips and I get to play tennis half a day. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, so it's really nice. And it was just a great experience for me. And then right when I got out, um, I went to UST Atlanta because I missed it so much and I became a level rep. And so I've just done a lot yeah. of volunteering and I played a lot of tournaments and I'm still playing quite a bit. So, yeah. Well, cool. So you just basically came to Atlanta for your college scholarship and then you just stayed, right? Like essentially. Yeah, I actually had my deposit down at Lehigh in Pennsylvania, but they weren't giving me any money. And we got back from senior weekend and there was a letter from Emory for a, a half academic scholarship. It's division three, so there was no athletic scholarship. But my parents mm -hmm. said, uh, you need to go back to Atlanta and look at that school. <laughs> yeah. So right. that's how I got to Atlanta, so. Yeah. Well, and um, I mentioned a little bit in your bio, but um, you know, we we're talking about NetNax and before how you you said you'd worked for it in, uh, until like 2015, and then you sold it, and um, you you know you stayed on for a little bit. But talk a little bit about um, you know you have to have a ton of drive to like start your own business and be an entrepreneur. So like, what um, inspired you? You know, when you first started the company, and like, do you have any advice for people who are looking to start their own businesses? Or um, sure. So, you know, I was working for Bell South at the time, 
And um, my husband uh, was in the car business and he knew a woman that had worked for Ford Motor Company and that was moving to Atlanta and she just really wanted to start a business. So we ended up just doing all these tables at city finals for Alta or USTA and all that. And then we ended up doing a holiday catalog. And then um, after that, I left Bell South to get my MBA at Emory after I'd worked for five years. And I ended up doing a business plan for NetNex as one of my classes, an independent study. Okay. So I entered a business plan competition and won $500 during the business plan competition. So when I got out, I was going to go back to telecommunications or really kind of take off with NetNex. And I decided that I would take the chance. And at the same time, I got the league contract for the whole country. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It was really because I was competing against Jostens, you know, who's the national school ring and yearbook company. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) We ended up getting it over them. Um, Eventually, I ended up in the next few years buying my partner out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. I'd say owning your own business is a lot of work. It takes a lot of passion and commitment, but there's also a lot of rewards. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and just, um, I think like resilience too, like is a huge part, you know, cause it, it's just like you're on your own or even when you have partners, you know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta keep creating and keep coming up with new ideas. So, um, it's definitely a big deal. <laughs> Um, so I, I want to read this because I don't I want to get all this right, but um, I know you're very involved in special pops and you serve on many adaptive committees like we we're just talking about. And um, a fun fact for our listeners: in 2020, you were named RSI's Adaptive Tennis Champion of the Year. Um, so talk to us a little bit about like how you got that passion and like you know your involvement now, and then what maybe can someone do t- to get involved? Sure. So I think when I was um... I think when I was in my early 30s, um, Mary Smith, and some people may know her, she has moved to Savannah, but she was a big volunteer for um, Alta and the Alta Foundation. Mm -hmm. And she pulled me aside one day and just said, hey, I want you to come with me to this high school for a day. Um, What are you doing today? I said, oh, okay. And so she brought me to a special education tennis class that the Alta Foundation did. And... um, I just went one time and I was hooked and she said, okay, uh, I'm going to get you more involved. And then, you know, two weeks later I had my own school. Oh my so gosh, yeah. Then I was doing it at Towers High School in DeKalb County mm-hmm. and did that for a whole season, really loved it. And at that time, the Alta Foundation was actually running adaptive programs in middle schools and high schools. Okay. okay. And, you know, that's changed since then, but um, I started doing that. I ended up um, on the Alta Foundation board and ended up being president of the Alta Foundation. And after I did that, Alta made the decision to not have a board anymore and that they weren't going to actually run programs. They were just going to help fund things. Right. Okay. A couple of years later, Jim Hamm, who had been part of what Alta was doing, decided to form his own organization, which was Special Pops Atlanta. So then I got involved in that. And um, I've been a coach at um, right now at the Lifetime site for a long time. Yeah, a unified partner. And I ended up applying for the national committee just because I realized this was something that I was really passionate about because I feel like all of us really make a difference. And I think Mm -hmm. we get even more out of it than the athletes. And the one thing that struck me the most, I think, is I've played some junior tennis and I've had three kids that play junior tennis and the adaptive athletes are so supportive of each other. Yeah. If they get aced, they say, Oh my gosh, that was a great serve. Congratulations. 
Yes, yes. So much um, credit to their opponents, and they're so excited for each other. And I just enjoyed that so much. And that just struck me, wow, this is so different than junior tennis. Well, juniors and adults could take notes from that because right. you know, exactly. like, it's, <laughs> you don't see that often. <laughs> yeah, it's the best sportsmanship, you know, I've ever seen. And every time you come to a new lesson, every person that you coach runs up and gives you a hug like they haven't seen you in 10 years. Yes. Oh, my God. You know, that's just a special feeling, you know, to be really valued that much and, and know that you're making a difference. Yeah. And so anybody that wants to get involved in the Atlanta area, um, Special Pops has, I think, 20 sites. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they just okay. need to go on to the um, Special Pops Atlanta website. And um, everybody is welcome, whether you just want to help pick up balls, you know, mm -hmm. in the beginning to figure out what you're doing or you want to be a unified partner. We have um, a spud league in the summer that's a unified league. Right. And we have a large tournament in the fall called the Fall Classic. And there's all mm -hmm. kinds of volunteer opportunities. Okay, great. Yeah, and we'll put um, the link in the description so people can easily find it too. So, well, tell us a little bit more about this um, USA Maccabi Masters team and your plans for July to go. What's sure, all so, about? I'm, I'm an empty nester as of August. And so I think my dream when that happened was to actually freely be able to travel when I wanted to which yeah. I felt like between, you know, owning a business and, and having three kids, I've been able to do. So really excited about that. And this was kind of a bucket list thing for me. So basically it is the Jewish Olympics. Okay. So okay. people yeah. come from all over the world and, you know, representing different countries and they all congregate in Israel and it's all sports. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to be playing in the master's division for tennis and my son's going to be playing in the open division. Oh, how fun. <laughs> We'll be in different sites, which I think he'll be really happy about. Yeah. Oh, well, have you all been to Israel before? Um, I, yes, I was there um, about 20 years ago. So it's been a long time. Wow. And my son hasn't been there yet. So. Oh my gosh. Well, that's so exciting. All the best to y'all. <laughs> yeah, I just think it'll be really fun and, and exciting. And it's something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Well, um, just a little different direction. Who have been your mentors or people you've looked up to, you know, throughout your tennis career and your journey? Sure. So um, I think that um, one of the people that is really has really made a difference to me was my coach in college, who was Linda Lipson at the time. Okay. Yeah. And um, obviously this goes way back, but um, she really taught me how to be a great team player and how to get out there and, you know, represent your team, even maybe on the days that you don't feel like it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great lesson to learn. Yep. <laughs> You're tired and just, you know, and that you need to do things for the good of the team. You might not be happy in the position that you're in when you're a freshman and you might think you're better than the seniors, but that really doesn't matter. And, you know, you have to give your best, um, whatever that is, to make the team a success. And that's even helped me, you know, to day, you know, playing league tennis. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And then I would say to my parents who know absolutely nothing about tennis, but they gave me so much support. My dad left his office every time I had a high school match and came out and watched and filled his pockets with candy and gave candy to my whole team. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. <laughs> At the time, it really embarrassed me, but you know, I look back now and I'm thinking, wow, that was you know so special. And. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they made, they really made that happen for me. You know, they paid for my lessons and got me everywhere I needed to be and just really supported me. And when I was a freshman in college, you know, 
they even came to a tournament we had in Savannah and came and cheered us the whole team on. And I think they came yeah. to the nationals my senior year. And Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> well, um, I know, you know, like we've discussed, you are so involved in tennis and that takes up a lot of your time. Do you have anything outside of tennis you like to do, like any hobbies or interests? Yeah, so we've always had between two and four dogs in my house. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, we spend a lot of time with um, animals, and uh, my daughter's in her second year of veterinary school, my oldest. Gosh, yeah. Mm -hmm. so we become, I guess, even more involved, so we spend a lot of time hiking and training our dogs and doing things yeah. like that, and then <laughs> yeah. my whole family really likes to hike, so we've been on some international and national um, trips in the U.S. to just going on hiking trips a lot. Yeah. We love to be outdoors, so... Okay. Do you have any favorite hike? Like, do you have any that stand atop the rest of hiking trips or? Two things. I'm Yellowstone. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Just an amazing place. So if, you know, if you haven't been there, it's, it's well worth the trip. Yeah. And then we also went on um, a trip hiking in the Greek islands. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was probably the most, you know, beautiful scenery I've ever, ever seen. And I want to go back someday. So. Yes. <laughs> Well, um, we're going to do a few rapid questions now. So if you could have uh, dinner with one to three people dead or alive, who would it be? Okay, so it would be my um, relatives that have passed away. So number one would be my mom. Um, my mom and I were very close, and she moved here when my second child was one from upstate New York, and she went to every sporting event and, you know, every tennis tournament and traveled with us. And unfortunately, she passed away when my oldest was 12. So I would love the opportunity to have dinner with her and, you know, talk about how my kids have turned out because she had yes. such a close relationship. And the next one would be my grandmother, because I feel like my grandmother was kind of a trailblazer. Um, she and my grandfather owned jewelry stores. And so she worked full time running a jewelry store. Okay. And this was back in the 60s with a little bit unusual for a woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. OK. And that's your mom's mom? Yes, my mom's mom, and you know, she just really ran the household. She was the big boss, and I just respected her so much. And the best thing was, she sent me care packages of Cadbury bars and macadamia nuts every week in college. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing! <laughs> she knew all my favorite foods, and you know, was always yeah. taking care of that for me. Yeah, yeah. And the third one is her mother, because I would have loved to have met her mother, which I never had the opportunity to do. Because, you know, I would love to see how she came out that way. You know, such a, yeah. a strong person and such a leader. So, yeah. Okay. And a surprising fact about yourself? Okay. Um, I have been playing tennis for 45 years and there's not, never been a year where I haven't played. Wow. So 45 consecutive okay. years. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, last night's dinner? Uh, Chinese food at um, 930. Late dinner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you reading, watching, or listening to right now? Okay, so um, I'm reading um, a trilogy uh, by Heather Morris, and it's historical fiction. And the one I'm reading now is called Three Sisters, and it goes back to World War II and the Holocaust. And it's based on real people, but there's a lot of fiction in there as well. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, those historical fictions can feel very real. Well, because a lot of it's based on, you know. <laughs> Yeah, there's people in there, but I think she had to fill in a lot. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, lastly, are there any programs, projects, or initiatives you know you want to talk about or anything you'd like to promote for this last year? Sure. Um, I want everybody to be aware of National Tennis Month in May. And mm -hmm. it's a great opportunity to promote any programs that you have and just trying to get new people who've never tried tennis into the game. And it might be something like just bring a friend to a clinic who's never played or offer, if you're a teaching professional, offer a free clinic on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, if you're a high school student, bring a friend out to a practice and do that with the coach. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, try some indoor tennis in the gym just as a fun thing during lunchtime. Yeah. And the reason why I have all these ideas is because it was my job on the task force to contact every committee chair in the USTA and get ideas from every committee. They're not even okay. mine. <laughs> there's going to be a website um, that will be up and running, I think, next week. So if you go on okay. to that, it's USTA National Tennis Month. There are hundreds of ideas of what you could do locally to promote uh, tennis during National Tennis Month. Okay, great. Well, yeah, we'll put that link in the description, too. So. Thanks so much, Marcy. Really appreciate talking. <laughs> Thanks. And the only other thing I want to say is I just want to thank, you know, um, USTA and Alta and all the flex leagues and everybody else who provides all these opportunities for all of us to play tennis because it's really had a huge impact on my life and, you know, really changed me and um, done so many good things for me and my family. Yes. Well, thanks. And thank you for being so active and such an advocate. So. It's been great. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks. And thanks to our listeners and viewers. If you're on YouTube right now, you can like and subscribe down below. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, and anywhere you find your podcast. So you can check us out there. So everybody have a great day and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.